Jock and Journo show. We have another special show ahead, Scotty, with a very special guest. You're normally the star of uh, this uh, this production, but today, mate, I think you're going to have to step aside for the great man next year. But first, hello to you, to the five-time Copeland Trophy, five-time All-Australian, three-time Anzac Day medalist, Scotty Penderbury. How you doing? Good, mate. How are you? Good. I'm excited to speak to this man because uh, well, he's been one of the great forwards over the past decade and such a good bloke that now he's even taken up helping out his opponents. It was extraordinary to watch. I mean, normally footballers uh, take the piss and uh, hang shit on their opponents, really. But this man, he helps him out. That's how good a bloke he is. He's a two-time All-Australian, three-time leading goal kicker, 2013 Coleman medalist, four-time premiership player. That's more silverware than uh, we can sink a ship. Welcome, Jared Roughhead. Boys, thank you very much for having me. I'm excited about this. It's great to have <laughs> you been, along. He's been wanting to get on the show for two years. We've, we've been finding him off, haven't we? I did. He texted me and he's like, I'll jump on the pod whenever you need. So <laughs> we finally got here. Now we- that you've got dad, dad life, it's hard to get the schedule right. Exactly. exactly. We are here at the magnificent uh, George on Collins Street, uh, Ruffy. I know you've been here lots of times before. 162 Collins Street, Melbourne's best cocktails, cold drinks, beers. I'm having one now. And the sticky pork that Scott keeps raving about, it's just magnificent, Ruffy. Right. The prawns as well, mate. The lemongrass beef. They put chilli and coriander on stuff, mate. Just makes it taste amazing. <laughs> so you've got the voucher there. You'll have to come down here soon. But, uh, mate, what did, did, we're going we're gonna to get to trace back to where you guys first started all because yep. you're um, Gippsland heroes from, from way back. But what on earth did you say to the uh, your old mate from Werribee, Reuben William? Footscray. Uh, sorry, Footscray. Yes. After you just kick five on no, the poor no, man, no, no. you give him an absolute bath. This is and, what, then, and then you start giving him some a few hints. What did you say, mate? It was the second quarter, so it All wasn't right. as if... So just three? It was the third, yeah. Um, <laughs> but he, he asked a couple of questions in the first quarter when uh, I think I took a couple of marks, and I just said he missed a body spoil and he knew, and then um, he actually asked how I got out the back because he kicked it and I just ran him through. I said, oh, I watched you do this, and then I... Snuck out the back and got the goal. So, got blown out a little bit, I think, with uh, all the media jumping on it. But well, it was Mother's Day too, so there wasn't <laughs> much else going on <laughs> footy-wise for that day because I think 14,000 rocked up to the Hawks uh, GWS game after that anyway. I've never seen it before, Scotty. you ever seen a uh, AFL great like this just give tips? Or have you, are you a tip giver of you and your um, opponents? I actually did it to Adam Trelaw back GWS when oh. we were playing them early days. We oh. This was part of the recruiting raid. Well, I didn't know at the time, but it oh. did did help, I think. But mm. we were whacking them one day. This was like their first year. And I was on him and it was like so obvious that he should run to a spot because he would get the ball. Mm. And I was literally like, if you take off and run now, you'll get like this bit of play. And I was on him and I just sort of <laughs> let him go. And then I he got the ball and then I got on the mark. And he's like, oh, thanks for that, mate. <laughs> it's like, because yeah, like they were just getting smashed everywhere their mm. confidence would have been so low so so we do yeah. a podcast with the two most saintly players in the afl i think that's what we've established uh no, he's good on the lip yeah i was about to field. say yeah it's not as if we're not good when we need to be as well really? the other way so pray tell scotty what are you well he's got me a few times and um like that doesn't work on me you know how i throw the ball a bit all right he got me once <laughs> And he's like, that's not going to work on me. And then a couple of times he almost got me and he's like, I told you, it doesn't work on me. <laughs> yeah, but I also said that there's two people that have that Cyril have got that no one else has ever got, and that's Ablett and Scott. Yeah, so, he did get me. And at the day that he got him, I reckon I was near, and I just laughed because yeah. he, he, he does. He holds on to it and looks like he's got 10 more seconds than everyone else. Yeah. 
But when Cyril got him, I just laughed. And just, <laughs> oh, that's all you need to do because it's just like you, there's one person you can't get away from. But yeah. when he got Scott, and I reckon he got them in consecutive weeks. So the fact that that happened, we'll crawl front up. <laughs> like Cyril got me. Was that a um, D50 stoppage? Yep. He got me. Like I like everyone. I didn't see him coming. Yeah. Got me, and I was like, "Where did that come from?" It was. I thought it was Croft because he like pushed my head into the dirt. He's like, <laughs> "He got ya," and I was like, "Well, he got ya." I turned around, it was Cyril. And I was like, "What's Croft going on about? He doesn't tackle. Like, yeah. well, it mustn't have been him." Yeah, but yeah, it wasn't. It wasn't a um fine moment. It can be a frustrating experience trying to tackle this man, though, mm. Ruffy. Have you personally tried before to catch yeah. him? Because he hangs out that left hand ball, and everyone seems to sort of go for it, and he steps back inside. Yeah, I definitely have tried. Um, mm. and. Normally the the ball's gone, but then I'll come past and say, I almost got you. Like, I'm coming. I'll, I'll eventually get you. Yeah. Almost. We've had a few battles in the midfield. And Jared Ruff had turned midfielder. Yeah. Center. You ruck. You ruck for a bit. And then, yeah. Just, mid. Uh, yeah. I like I like Jared Ruff had the midfielder. Gun forward, but midfield's always better. How did that – was it must have been your basketball background, Ruffy, or how did that come about that you went from Ta- Coleman medalist? Can I ask, just before you ask – Yes. Uh, Journos with, you know, footballs and basketball backgrounds. It's just like like how others say, you know, Mick Turner and the Geelong Falcons factory. And, yeah. and is it just a – is it a myth? I think we're just flat out taking the piss now, yeah. Ruffy. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's got to that stage. <laughs> it does, doesn't it? Yeah. Like, and it's, oh, he played basketball, so he's just got a basketball background. It's just like, yeah. I might have played a couple of games, you know, as juniors and whatnot, but when it's just – it's mentioned a lot of, with it certain is. players, isn't it? It is. Scotty gets it all the time. I think I think generally accepted on social media. Everyone has a good laugh at it. Now, but how did that come about? Because you're a Coleman medalist in yep. 2013. What did you kick? 75 goals in 2008. You were 22, yep. the first premiership year. So you're a real 21. big dog. 21. 21. Sorry, mate. Real big dog early as a forward, as a key forward early in your career. But how, how did that the whole midfield stuff come about? Because you sometimes you'd play ruck and then you'd be yep. roving. Yeah, I played ruck uh, 2011, I think, just with – uh, out of the fact that we had injuries. So uh, Hale, Max Bailey were both out and I think there was one game where I just needed to play ruck and I did pretty well. Unfortunately, towards the end of the year, I snapped an Achilles and that probably, um, you know, put a dampener on things and made, made them think maybe the workload is too much. But then uh, 2012, I went back in and played that second ruck role uh, leading up to the grand final and whatnot. But then 13, when we got... Uh, we played two genuine ruckmen. They said, you know, for versatility and whatnot, maybe it might be a chance just to go in as a big body midfielder. So if you're winning the hit outs and you can hit it forward, uh, to me with someone like, I don't know, a smaller midfielder on me, then I've got the, I suppose, the one wood up on them. What was that like going up against the Nat Fifes and the Gary Abbott? Nah, I wasn't, I wasn't uh, mate, it's like a, it's literally a five, ten minute because I, the, the engine isn't great. So, um, I'd go in there for, to get into the game and, or to, um, just get a couple of touches to m- for myself, and then I'd duck back forward. But boost the numbers. Where did it start for you guys? So you're from Sale, Scotty. You're from Langatha, yep. Ruffy. You're a sports mad kid. So you were yep. sort of you probably like most Australian youngsters, whereas uh, footy in the uh, winter, yep. cricket in the summer, basketball at lunchtime. I don't think you haven't lived until you've taped up a tennis ball and played cricket with it, right? Or hit a golf ball into a uh, lake. Out the backyard. Out <laughs> of the backyard over yeah. the, yeah. Golf this balls is... into like, the neighbourhood. <laughs> so <laughs> how did you guys cross paddock. paths initially? Uh, basketball. Yeah. yeah. So I don't actually remember the first. I think it's like, I don't know, correct me if I'm wrong, Ruff, but I think it's like when you go to a basketball tournament, I remember is you try and like, you just try and find out who's the best. Mm-hmm. So you're sort of walking around and it's like, oh, I remember when 
Ross, you're older than me. So when we were playing, Lee and Gatha were like the side to beat. Was it you? And who else was really good? Uh, there was uh, another. Matt Atchison was the other. Yeah, no, but what had. other team? Lee and Gatha and was it just – no, it was Lee and Gatha and Sale would yeah, always play off, wouldn't they? we'd always play they? off in the Benzale tournament or the Murray yeah. tournament. And you just – like over time, over tournaments, because you'd have like a year where you see the same teams all the time and it just was like Sale, Lee and Gatha and then um, – I don't know, you start off hating – like Ruffy, Atchie, these guys because they're like so good and then you've, and then eventually you do like a camp or whatever and you get to know each other and you become mates. So for us, it started on that. Um, I'm not sure how many times we come runner up to the, the Lightning, but um, I you still there's, like I remember they one game. They, no, they none in a grand final. We, never ever, nah. we never ever beat them. Nah. Never. So were you sort of your Carmel own type power forward? No, or? no come on. No, he was no, like I a two guard. Exactly like him. Really? Yeah, I was a small until uh, shooting guard. Until uh, maybe I was sixteen. I was I didn't shoot up until then. So um, is that right? Vic yeah, country, Vic country and whatnot. I was a backup point guard uh, for our nationals year in 02, Yeah, where we won the bronze. And Scott was actually emergency for that team. Yeah, because he was a bottom bottom age. Uh, no, bottom, bottom age. age so yeah. couldn't quite make it. Um, well, that's, uh, that's what usually very, happens this year. Emergency. A lot of politics in basketball. Right. So. <laughs> Should have made it. Well, it's funny. Definitely should have made it. I still remember the conversation. So I walked into the um, coach's office at the end because you did like this four-day camp. Yep. I walked in to see Don Coulson, yep. his name was, and yep. um, thinking like I was good enough to make the team, thinking I would probably get in the team. And which team is this again? Vic Country, yep. under-16s, which under is huge. Yep. Like, um, and I remember he told me I wasn't going to make the team and um, the, he picked a kid that he coached in Bendigo to play. Yep. Simon, is his name yep. Simon? Yep. Oh, Weeks. No. Weeks. Weeks. There you go. So he picked still, his own player. So he picked his own player, which was fine. Like Weeks, he was he was not too bad. Mm. Um, so, but yeah, they went. So he offered me emergency. And at that stage, like no one had like knocked back emergency. And I just go like, I'm not doing it. He goes, oh, you're emergency? I said, I'm not doing it. Yeah. Like, no way I'm doing all the travel and that if I'm not playing. Yep. Um, but turned out like got home and. Mum and dad spoke to me and the coach from sales spoke to me and said she'd do it. And then we yeah. travelled to heaps of the camps. Yeah. I remember your mum would take, you know, you, me, Atch, and I reckon the girls were training around yeah, the same Chelsea, time. So there was... Ebony. Yeah. Yeah. So like you guys a, would be travelling in the same car, same bus. Yeah. yeah. Around yeah. regional Victoria. Well, Lisa, Lisa would... She'd speak fond of me now, but at the time I was a smart ass prick of a kid. So that would be, that, I'd reckon that would be word for word how she would describe me. Is it right? Subway. Be lippy at the time. Subway. Ruffy. I used to point at Subway. Yeah. I remember I was like stunned that Ruffy would just go like double meatball, double cheese, white foot long. That's it. And he was, he was like, you're a big unit, like as in physically, like not a man child, but as in like physically you're decent. Stop I remember it. just watching him like smack this subway and I was like, that's probably why. Like, <laughs> I'm struggling with 60 inches and roughly down here. So, so we used to do the basketball camp though. Yep. And you stay the night in the like, so you're in Ballarat Stadium. You sleep yep. on the basketball court like on the floor. What? There's a sleeping bag and like it was like whoever had the best mattress and because we're all coming with a car full of yeah. people. You had no space. So we had like these little, yeah. we we're basically sleeping on tissues. 10 mil lolos pretty much. <laughs> Humble beginnings oh. for you too. So that's where it all, that's where our relationship started playing basketball yep. then. Yep. Um, yeah. And then I, then you stopped, didn't you? When? Under 18s I st- pretty much? I stopped at the end of that 16s. So yeah. After that 16s, I finished up uh, and started playing footy locally back home. Uh, and that's when... I got invited to Gippsland Power and whatnot, and funnily enough, played with Scott's older brother Chris, who Critter. was at um at Gippsland Power at the time. So, I still, I still got to see a bit of him uh, at games that Critter would, you know, that we'd play together and whatnot. 
Yeah. And then Critter and I were in the Vic country, uh, 18s together. So I've known, yeah, Scotty since I reckon we were 10. Yep. Yeah. We played, there's one other time, we played like a school carnival. Do you remember this? And we're at Traugan on court two. Like I've, my memory with sport is like really, yeah, really um, good. Um, yeah, well, my I'm memory waiting. with anything else is like future, but <laughs> right. sport's really good. Yeah. I think you must have been, so it's like everyone's playing because you get out of school if you play. So it's like a school thing. But you guys had like your old Lean Gather Lightning side mm. together. And this was oh, like- I know this. Court two. Yep. Um, I had like the school side, but mm. by this stage, like you probably hadn't played proper basketball in about 12 months and I'd been just flat out. So like I was so much better than what I used to mm. be. Yeah. And we still lost. <laughs> still lost. Like I- You would have been flat. I reckon I would have scored- Close to 50 points. Drop mm-hmm. 50. Like threes, easy, everything. Like, easy. But <laughs> still didn't win. I don't reckon I ever beat him in basketball. This is sort of real oh, Kobe. Real sore point. Real Kobe <laughs> style, Ruffy. You know, no, where he just very walk similar. down the court and just not pass it. Very similar to the way he plays footy. Like, just looks like he's got so much time. Right. Uh, knew what people were doing before they should be doing it. Uh and yeah, unfortunately that we didn't get to play together in like a, you know, a representative side or whatnot, but. I guess when you're playing against those kids, as Scott said, you know, when you line up against the Sale and Gathy, you find out who's the best and it's just like, right, let's go. Yeah. So that's what it was fun. every tournament for, I reckon, five or six years. I can yeah. see a good Masters team coming together here. Yeah. When yeah. you when you yeah. both finish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Play somewhere. Like- it's not far. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> we, have, we have done that. Have you? We've done that well, on we Wednesday played, night at Waverley. We did too. We, did, yeah. we played basketball a few years ago, like yeah. oh, eight years, ten years ago at Waverley yeah. together. Yeah. yeah. But. Tell you what, like how <laughs> compared how you are how you are now to what you were, like yeah, I I can still dribble, I can still see the game, mm-hmm. <laughs> but what I can see and what I can do is so far apart. Yeah. Couldn't yeah. agree more. Can't shoot anything. But we had a game of ru- one on one. Uh, once, Ruffy, and I scored the first point on him, and you should have seen the look of disgust this is like the on his face. Denzel Washington, <laughs> yeah. you know, he got game when they yeah. say that Ray Allen's supposed to score 10 points to nothing. Yeah. And Denzel scores the first one. That's yeah. probably what it would have been like. That's like, exactly you had what to happened. Get one in so quick that I you didn't knew. score again. Yeah. Yeah. 11-1. Yeah. And then he's, he scored his final points. He shot a three pointer with his eyes closed. Just shot a three pointer. Yeah. Like Michael Jordan to the Kimby Matumbo. <laughs> this is for you, baby. Yeah. That's yeah. exactly what that was. Anyway, we digress. So why did you choose footy, Ruffy? If you're a gum basketballer, you're shaking and baking at the top of the key. Did you pick footy, pick you? What happened? No, so uh, being country kids, if you go, if you worked out funding for junior basketball compared to junior footy, mm. AFL looks after the kids so much better. Yeah. So um, I finished with the 16s Nationals and our local team at Langatha, Andrew Dunkley coached. Um, and Paul Hudson had been signed to Langather as well. So they said, oh, come play footy. You might be a chance of playing the seniors. This is 2003, so I've just turned 16 or 17. 16, I think. Um, and ended up playing nine games in the grand final that year. We lost to Mafra. Um, and in my third senior game, I copped a broken collarbone from a Mafra centre-half back. So I wasn't big boy back then. I was playing on a half-forward flank. Yep. Uh, and then from there, it just... You know, within two years, you finish school and you're drafted. So it happened really quick for me, and but at the same time, pretty happy. We are highly um, we in our podcast. We try and find out what drives people, roughly, what's their purpose. Were you like a highly motivated, really competitive, very desperate sort of teenager? You know, early twenty year old, and when you got to Hawthorne. You know, because you always said like it seemed very relaxed all the time. You know, you're everyone's friend in footy. 
you seem very um, you've always seemed very chilled out. But was there something inside you that was much more competitive? Been, you would have been you would have been seventeen when you started when you were drafted. Yeah, yeah, seventeen. Yeah. Ah, uh, oh, I can be. Yeah, I, I'm. What you see on the outside isn't always the same, I guess. So yeah, I can be a bit hard on people and whatnot, and the, myself. Uh, but you had to grow up pretty quick, you know. I'll, you leave home at seventeen, you're forced to um, live in Hawthorne and Melbourne. Langather had at the time one set of traffic lights when I left, yeah. and from where I was living in Hawthorne to Glenferry Road, there was probably six or seven sets straight away. So there in itself was challenges straight away. Uh, living with the host family and out of home, away from family and friends. Uh, it was tough because they're all doing uni and, um, you know, not that you think you, you miss your chance to grow up and have 18s with schoolmates and whatnot, but you do, you're forced to grow up pretty quick at 17, um, 18. So I guess the fact that you, you're made into an adult pretty quick makes you understand the game a fair bit as well. Who were your biggest influences early? At the footy club? Yeah. Oh, Trent Crowe was definitely one that helped us uh, a fair bit. You know, he, he taught us the... I suppose the life of AFL footy and what you had to do. But then having Jordan Bud with me at the same time, I think we all grew as together. And, you know, for us to all be in each other's wedding party 15 years after we first started is pretty cool, I reckon. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Well, that's what I say. When you walk out of footy, if you've got a handful of mates, mm. that's what I remember getting told like on my first week. Mm. Yeah. Like if you, you'll see so many different faces. If you can walk out with a handful of mates, yeah. you've done pretty well out of your career. So to have, yeah. as you said, guys in your wedding party, yeah. friends for life. And for as good, a, as good as you've been on the footy field, Ruffy, as talented as you've been, man, the great forwards of the past <clears throat> 10, 15 years, um, you have had this ability to connect with people, haven't you, within the football club. I mean, you talk to anyone at Hawthorne about you and you are as revered a figure as there is at, at that football club. Like, can you, can you tell us about how you've been able to do that or is it just you've always been been away or because and, and you're obviously captain <clears throat> recently for a very good reason but you've always been able to clearly form such strong relationships where'd oh, that come oh, i guess just from the old man like he's two things in life and i used to hate it because every time you'd stuff up he'd say it was respect and manners and that you know at the time when you're 16 17 you're thinking oh yeah here we go again i oh, know this <laughs> Oh, no, but this, <laughs> you know, I don't need this again. But yeah. I think that's, you know, when you get spoken to, hey, how you going? You, you know, so hey, you just reply, you just talk. Um, but at the same time, I don't think you understand, and especially with what I've been through in the last few years, um, that footy's not everything. Like, yeah. I'd, in the end of the day, it's going to be 10, 15% of our life. And, you know, yes, I've had a good career, but gee, I don't really think that footy's going to define who I am. Yeah, so you're a young father now, obviously, and um, and have got things happening at the moment. But when in two thousand and eight, like when that team was really rollicking, you know, Geelong obviously had a great side at the moment. But you you guys were a young team. You were kicking seventy goals. Mm. You're next to Bud. You've mm. got Cyril there as well. Can you tell us about what 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 that was like? Like the oh. feeling amongst the team. Like you just had it. Um, you had it going. Yeah, exactly right. I think we were just the right place, right time. Um, you know, we'd stuffed up the year before. Not stuffed up. We would got to the finals and we'd had that. Our grand final was the elimination final against Adelaide where Bud kicked seven. Yeah. We came back from, I think, five goals down third quarter, fourth quarter and won that game. And then we stuffed up against North a week later. We probably thought we should have beaten them. And then we were already looking forward to Port Adelaide in Adelaide for the prelim. Yeah. 
because I think our record against Geelong was good from six and seven. So if we'd got there in seven, we thought we might have been a chance, but, you know. But then eight, everything just clicked. We didn't have many injuries. Um, we were playing the right brand of footy. And as you said, Cyril's in his first year, but has 190, 200 shots on goal for the year. It's... Uh, <laughs> You got things on your terms pretty much, don't you? <laughs> Playing the right brand of footy at the time. Yeah. 190 shots on goal. You kicked 113, 88. What'd you kick? 75, 52. Yeah. So between him and I, we've had 320 shots. Yeah. Geez. You're lucky if your forward line gets that. In so how, how old were you in 2008? 21. 21. So your mindset different in 2008 to when you next got your next crack. What was it, 2012? Yeah, four years later, was it different? Was the first one like we sort of got it, everything was just flowing, and then four years later, are you more desperate, or um, do you feel more ownership of the group, or anything like that, or is it just? Yeah, oh well, we spoke about this because we yeah. talk about you know you don't all this individual crap that we get now. Don't get me wrong, it's good, but if you could say that we'd win flags, we'd take them any day of the week because you can you're not going to have like what am I going to have a reunion with all the thirteen Coleman winners? Like, <laughs> yeah. Or you're going to have a three time Anzac medal reunion. Yeah, that'd be pretty lonely. That'd be sick. That's pretty lonely. Rock would be, you know. (laughs) Mean. (laughs) (laughs) No, but we we have. We've spoken about. And I guess. Doesn't mean. It's cool cool acknowledgement to get it, but I also, like, say, like an All Australian award, they name 22 guys, but there's so many guys that you could interchange that's worthy. Like, it's an opinion based, whereas you can't argue with the premiership, can't argue with the flag. And it's, it's something like. Like I envy, like you got four flags, so your premiership reunions are bloody every second year for the rest of your well, life. <laughs> funny you say that. We went Saturday night with the Hawks had eighty eight, eighty nine reunion, mm. and we sat there till two a.m. listening to stories from the old crew. How good! Like so, we're sitting so there good. with Tuck, Dunstall, Buckanara, <coughs> Mew, John Kennedy Jr., Dipper, and you're just listening to stories from. You know, thirty. They're thirty years ago, and yeah. that, that, they had everyone but Derm rock up on Saturday night because Derm was working for Fox Footy. Yeah, yeah. But thirty years on, you've still get twenty one out of the twenty two. If was there twenty two in eighty nine? Roughly, yeah. was yeah. it twenty two? Yeah. yeah. All those guys go. Yeah. So you know, seeing that, and that's what you want to be a part of because you feel sorry for these clubs like St, St Kilda and Melbourne teams that haven't won a flag re- in recent times because their but their past player catch ups would be good, but. When you've got flag reunions, as Scott said, that's what you look forward to. Yeah. You know, I've got one every five years. I know that for, you know, eight and 13. Yeah, that's every five <laughs> years for the rest of my mate. life. You must, you feel, you must feel, <clears throat> how do you feel? Lucky, fortunate? Like, I mean, you've yeah. achieved something that 0.0002% of AFL player, players do, winning four premierships. How do you, how do you reflect on that? Oh, that, now while well, you're still going, you don't. Yeah. So you're looking to hopefully win another one. Yep. Um, but when it's all said and done, yeah, like it'll be amazing. Like I think our team from 13 to 15 will go down as one of the best five teams ever. Of course it will. Um, so to be say you're a part of that is pretty cool. <clears throat> you have a favourite moment, the one that jumps out of the 13, 14, 15 of you for me is not a goal or a Tuckle. mark. It's the Daniel Hanabry bump. Yeah, yeah. And I don't know if you get this often, but like it was just such a hard hit mm. that set the tone for that that whole premiership, that that whole game. And you take us back to that moment and Yeah, I got kneed in the head five minutes before, so I was angry. A bit so, angry. Um I think <laughs> Grumpy Grundy, Grundy or uh, Richards took a hanger on me in the goal square and kneed me in the back of the head and I was just like that. Yeah. 
I was like, right, I just need to, you know, right, someone else can, you pass it on in a sense. So yeah. I was um, 4 to 50 stoppage and it just went up and Hannah's jumped. And I was like, here we go. It's a good hit, yeah. It's either going to be a free kick or we're going to, um, like what happens, the ball spills and we somehow got a goal out of it. So that was, yeah, that was the plan. How, how did you feel like 13, 14, 15, that team just taking the park every week? Was there just a sense of yeah. belief like we'll get yeah. this done? I don't reckon it's too dissimilar to how you guys are at the moment. You know you've got the system. You know you've got the cattle. Um, as blokes go out, you know, another bloke comes in and just fills that role. I think the belief and the confidence just grows each week and you just roll it out and you know, and you know this, when you walk through the airport and you see the other teams and it's just like, I wish I was them or yeah. you had that, you know, when you rock up to Adelaide or somewhere and it's just like they know it's going to be a hard game straight away or you talk to players now like Louis will say I used to talk to the Melbourne boys and knowing that they were coming up against Hawthorne every week it was like this is going to be a hard one yeah. it's going to be but at the same time they're the team they're the games and the teams you want to play and be a part of how did you keep how do you keep guys focused though like you see oh, sides win one yeah and then it's like they drop away well like, explain 2010 2011 yeah, so I, I, 2010, 2011, we were like a great side. Like 2011, we were more dominant than 2010. Yeah, but what the first half of the year. Even the second half yeah, of the year. Like we yeah. only lost to Geelong that year. Probably yeah, yeah. should have lost the prelim to the Hawks. Um, but like, Would have if I played. Yeah, why didn't you play? Achilles. Achilles, that's right. <laughs> um, but like the – even I think then – like, but then we dropped off and it's like yeah. it's so hard to stay up. But like I don't – when you look at footy, it's like, why? Why is it so hard to stay up? You've got like the same group, like the Bulldogs. It's a harder thing though, isn't it? Well, I don't, I don't know. But like that's, you've won three, mm. played in. But I think, I think too, like you're not going to get, you don't have to be flying every week. So you don't, you're, you're saying you lost one at the back end of 11, which was to Geelong. Yeah. I don't think you have to be cherry up the whole time. Because yeah. if you were, looked over the three-year period that we won, our best footy was in 12 and we won those 12 or 13 in a row yeah. starting with Bud's game that he kicks 13. Yeah. So yeah. we had games where, you know, 15, I think we started the first eight weeks, four and four. Yeah. So in that, like you're not yeah. – everyone thinks you have a perfect three years. Yeah, you, don't, yeah. you go through your challenge. We had Clarko get crook. We had Mitch do a hammy eight Cyril. weeks. Cyril went missing with a hammy. Gibbo tore his peck. Lakey decided to try and choke Petrie. <laughs> like, we had we yeah, had a lot yeah, go on, yeah. with, and but I just think we had the core. Like there wasn't a game where, like our leadership group stayed the same for five years. Yeah, and I don't reckon there was a game where all five didn't play. So yeah. no matter what, you had the right people, and our leadership group was lucky because you had three going through the midfield with Mitch, Louis, and Hodgie. You had Gibbo in defence and me in forward line. Yeah. So no matter what, you had that. The basis yeah, covered. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Organisation covered everywhere. How? What is the secret, Ruffy? Like, how do you keep the guys sharp? How do you keep them desperate, hungry? Like, tell it. What behind the behind the curtain? What did you guys have that others didn't, or that was the special ingredient, or you know what? How did you how did you do it? Because you know, talent can only get uh, you so far. Yeah, yeah. I think the experience of what happened in eight and nine. For us, was we were able to then Kick pass on. on those stories and say, well, like we came back in 2009 with an extra bloke in fat in skin folds, our whole list. <laughs> yeah, right. Like, yeah. So we, you know, enjoyed if, yourself. Well, if everyone's two or three mils over yeah. across 40, that's yeah. you know, yeah. 100 mil of skin folds. That's literally one or two plates. Yeah, probably five scots, but yeah, um, 120 mils. That is. Yeah. <laughs> that's four of me. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. Right, <laughs> mate. Um, 
And we won it, missed the finals the next year. One of <coughs> two teams. I think Adelaide in 98 was the last team that did that prior. So <coughs> you don't want that again. And once you make a grand final, it's like, right, I want to get back here again and I want to enjoy the week. And if we win, you, and you're telling these boys the same thing because everyone that, that was playing their first grand final and you would have done the same last year, you're telling them just soak it all in. Like, yeah. So that's when you see blokes like Stevenson or our first, you know, Smith, Shields, all these guys that were playing in their first grand finals. It's just like they, you know, prayed, you're waving to people, don't be scared and don't try and make it all about what you do round 15 this week because yeah. it's a totally different week. Yeah. Even to the point where you get into the ground, you're getting taped an hour probably earlier than what you would because there's a sprint on, there's um, the killers singing in the yeah. middle of the ground. Like there's a yeah. lot of different things that you just some you just got to roll the punches because you can't control mm. if the killers are going to sing four or five songs. Mm. Like yeah. you yeah. go out and watch it. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. We had that. We had that atmosphere with us last year, and it, we didn't win, but all our guys enjoyed the week. Mm. Like even training's different. You go to train, yeah. and us. like there's there's. 15,000 people at training and all the young guys, because there was like six of us left that played in 2010 or whatever, yeah. mm. they're asking you questions about what you did. But it's like I was 21 when we won yeah. the first one. So I'm like, I was your age. So I'm like, just go and enjoy it. Like yeah. don't don't preempt how you should feel or what you should do or just do what you want to do out there. Like it's good fun. It's a good week. And hopefully at the end of it, we're holding up the cup and it's a good few weeks. But wasn't to be for us. And in 2015, I think Clarko said that you had no right to win that flag or he thought you guys were over the hill or mm. up against it in 2015, didn't plan on sort of winning that flag, but somehow you guys um, put it together. What I love about your story is how all the grand final <laughs> celebrations the next day are at your house. So I'm watching the Sunday footy show one morning, <laughs> celebrating a Hawthorne premiership, and you're doing an interview with Billy Brownless, maybe at the yep. front of your house, the front gate there or whatever. Ben Stratton's riding up and down in like a wetsuit <laughs> on a bicycle or someone, I think Crawford is like falling out of a window in the background or something outrageous. Like why do they? Why do you gravitate back to your yeah, house so for the Glen Ferry Roads? Not far from my house, and the oval that we met at to get the bus picked up is walking distance from my house. So it actually started after the twelve one that we'd lost. We just said, oh, I just said, come back to mine. We'll just have a few quiet Yeah, because the next day, like the next one, when you lose one, I reckon the group becomes tighter that next day because you stick fat with just that team. You don't have to go to sponsors, and you don't yeah. have to. Yeah. Um, like we some mornings family like, day yeah, yeah st- like, stuff. but Mondays we'd have to fly to Tassie yeah. Yeah. when we won so we don't get that chance to be together as one so uh, the three or four hours that you get they'd roughly get there around nine at mine and we'd just sit there till about you know 12, 12.31 until we had to leave um, for Glen Ferry Road so those four hours I reckon if you ask most boys you've just got the 23 or 22, 23 plus yeah. you know a couple others and it was the highlight oh yeah Oh, a highlight or no? The highlight, the highlight. Yeah, yeah. Well, that must be like a magic carpet ride, you know. Like you, you recount things that happen in the game. Yeah, but the, the see, the weird thing is, it's not like you can get cans at eight thirty in the morning. So <laughs> <laughs> I've had to pre-plan that this was going to happen. Oh, so I'm, you know, yeah, I'm, I'm superstitious. I've bought a couple of, of boxes of beers yeah. two or three days before the granny thinking I better have these on ice just in case but yeah. you're walking into a damn Murphy's you grab four slabs and it's just like oh blokes looking at you going big weekend it's like oh, I hope so <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah 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 no I, I remember thinking like for the one just gone it was like should I go get 
like some because after 2010 I had like heaps of heaps of mates come yeah. over to my place the next day yeah and they come over they brought everything and I was yeah. like should I go get some stuff and I was like no nah, no way I'll jinx myself yeah like, I can't do it so mm. I was like but yeah you don't yeah. want that on the front page of the Herald Sunday on the morning of grand final. Ruffy comes in, buys yeah, 12 slabs. Thursday yeah. <laughs> night before the grand final. Yeah, Pendles you just report. Hoodie on. Red. Hoodie on. <laughs> yes, That's what you need to get on. Yeah, send your brother or something. Do that. What about the um, when you got the team? After the game, you go on the circle and you stand around the cup. They're those magic photos. You guys have both done it. I look at those pics and just think that, that like – that must be an absolute the highlight of your life. You know, you go out there on the ground after you've won the cup. No, you don't need to get to do that. No, you can't anymore because they've got the parade. They've got the yeah, concert. post-match concert. Oh. So it's, we got to do it in 2008. Haven't done you've only it done it once. Yeah. So oh. we did it we did oh, 2010. Yeah. Oh, did you? Yeah. But the concert now, Stuff I don't think it takes over. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So where yeah. did, where's, the, where's the special time in the change rooms? Um, you sit in a circle in the, the change meeting, rooms. the meeting room. Yeah. Like yeah. We, yeah, the meeting room we've had. So uh, Lakey in 13... Uh, stuck up a GoPro in the rooms before the game. So oh. he had photos that like none of us had seen. Some Strats wore a GoPro on stage and um, when he got his medal. So there's, there's things like, and then they take it away and create a video or create a collage of photos. But yeah, oh, the special times aren't until like a week or a bit later when you just, it all dies down and then you can reminisce or... Yeah. I don't reckon I've watched them. I don't reckon... Would you have watched... I've watched parts of 2010, yeah. but only like if it popped up on Fox footy. Yeah. yeah. Oh, true. Yeah. 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 But other than that, it's not like yeah. I'm going to sit there and like yeah. in the next few years and say, hey, Pip, look what Dad did. Yeah. Like, it's not- I probably would. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Yeah, well, he's got a lot of games to watch. Four grand finals. What was so? What was great about what makes him one of the great forwards of the past fifteen years, Scotty? I mean, we talked about how he's played forward, gone up into the midfield, played a variety of positions. Hands the basketball background, obviously, Ruffy, which is so significant in your yeah. journey. Yeah, what I did you think, admire about him on the field? I just think um, how unselfish he was as a player. I think Ruffy got more enjoyment out of setting up a snag than kicking one. And is that true? Very, very rarely would have seen him take like a selfish shot on goal. Always would have done the team thing and. They're like, they're the players you love playing with. They're the guys that you trust implicitly. Um, yeah, and then just a long period of time where he just dominated, but then changed his game, got a lot leaner, I think, in the back half of your career. Um, Why are you smiling? It's a nice compliment. Yeah, <laughs> got rid of, got rid of, got rid of his mullet. I don't know if it was by choice. I don't think the hairs just stopped growing, but um, yeah, just like dominated for a long period of time in one of the hardest positions. But yeah, mm. such a team player, and ultimately part of one of the best sides that's ever played. And that'd be unreal to say that you contributed a large chunk of that yeah. success. So, like playing key forward now, Ruffy. I look at the the Telstra tracker, mm. and I see Jesse Hogan, Ben Brown, Tom Hawkins, top the the mm. distance covered. Hawk, Hawk, Hawk. no, fourteen Ks. Yeah, what fourteen? Yeah, the, Mate. the one thing that I'll say about key forwards now, or yep. and defenders, is they don't really come off much anymore. So they are on the ground for say hundred percent of the game, and um, <laughs> we midfielders, have to play, mid, midfielders play seventy five eighty percent. So yeah, yeah. forwards are playing like a whole quarter, and within your fourteen k's of running, there's a lot of junk in that. That's just jogging that around. Right? Oh, that's when you said fourteen. I was a little bit yeah. You well, go. you're right up there. Your high thirteens. The last nothing. time I oh, saw high thirteen, Jared. No, last time I checked must you, be all the years combined at the yeah, moment. Combined. Dem- <laughs> it's a demanding position, though, from that aspect. Or how? What is it like playing key forward now compared to ten years ago? A lot harder. A lot harder. You yeah. Gotta, well, defenses are 
a lot better. So at the time, 10 years ago, you're taking close to, if you're having as many shots as we were, you're taking 70, 80 marks inside 50 for the year. Yeah. Um, you'd be lucky to get that in two years now. Yeah. Uh, I th- and, and as I said, team defence has got a lot better. So blokes are coming off their men to help out. You're not getting uh, as many one-on-ones because teams are fighting back and uh, I don't think injuries are anywhere near as good as what they have been in the past. You know, to be honest, I don't reckon you're going to see many lead-up. You don't see many lead-up marks anymore. No, you don't. Um, well, forwards, forwards have to play a lot more defence too Yeah. now. Yeah. So like you're asking your forwards to get all the way back and help defend. So when you win it, it's almost that slingshot going yeah. back the other way if you can get it on a quick play. And then as a slow play, like your key forward's almost like your bailout kick who... Mm. It's almost like a defender. Their job's done if they just create a contest. Correct. It used to be the defender's mentality, just mm. create a contest. Your forwards Bring now are trying to stop defenders marking the ball because mm. they all mm. peel off to mark. Yep. So it's it's like a flipped on its head. That's why contested marks are valued so high now too. Yeah. Like you look at uh, who's one for an example. You look what Harry McKay is doing at the moment. Yeah. Like he's played, what, 10, 14 games and he's leading the comp in contested marking. Amazing. But... He's like if he gets it right with his goal king and whatnot, he'd be the best forward in the game. Yeah. So if you can get someone, and he's taken five years nearly already. Yeah. Four or five uh, years. He'd be three. Four? Three. Three. three I think four. this is year three. Him and his brother. Year four is it? Year Darcy, four. Darcy yeah. says four. There you go. go. So like, you look at that, and then key forwards do take a while, but mm. he's taking contested marks on the best defenders in the game. So I think we don't value that as high as what we probably should. <clears throat> we missed you for a year, rough. You got uh, cancer, and uh, I remember watching Jordan Norris, I think, on 360. So I asked about it, and he got emotional. Was I felt emotional watching him get emotional. He clearly had a huge impact on the on the whole league, mate. Not only your own team, and it was up. It was fantastic, obviously, to see you come out with full health. What, what was the um, what was the comeback bid like to regain all your fitness mm. and your health, obviously, which was the main priority, and then. You know, becoming a, a father, mm. you know, a, away from the field. But that but would have been a pretty scary time for you going back to, what was it, 2015? Uh, 16. 2016. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, uh, yeah, everything was good. I'd got married in January of 16 uh, and then May 16 or 23rd, I got the news. Um, was your lip? No, no, this was the second time. So, lip oh, was sorry, 15. Sorry. Lip was 15. Yep. Um, and then, yeah, I got told... Uh, four spots on two spots on each lung so uh, they're only about as big as a thumbnail but at the time I was like we'll just chop them out but um, if you keep chopping you haven't got much lungs left really if they keep coming back so I uh, yeah started treatment um, had three or four doses of treatment and then uh, with the drugs I was on it can fill your body up in a sense and then it starts to turn on yourself so I had uh, three or four different side effects that um was costing me, uh, I suppose, just my, my life at the time because I couldn't, like, with, since I've been a kid, all I've known is, um, or since I've left Langata, sorry, footy training, being able to socialise with mates and having a few beers every now and again. And at the time, I couldn't do all three because of these side effects. So, you know, I went and saw the psych and everything like that. And I kind of had the answer there at the time. I was like, I can't do these three things. And she's like, well, what are your other releases? I said, these three things were and have been my releases for the last 10 years. So yeah. now they're gone. What else can I do? And she's like, oh, I don't really have much for you. I was like, yep, cool. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> Nailed it myself. Yeah. So looking back on it now, I think for me the best thing was that I treated it like a foot injury because you get told 12, 18 months you're going to be out and 
that's how I just attacked it really because um, you get told a timeline and right, I'll I'll just stick to that and away yeah. we go. So yeah. yeah, of course it was scary for ever, myself and everyone around me. Um, but I think once you get told the news and and what you have to do, it's like right, let's get on with it because that's I think how we're built really it's like you don't want to just dwell on it i'm not going to sit at home and look at google because that's the worst thing as well so yeah um yeah i tried to move on as quick as i could who were your people in that time who did you who did you lean on says obviously was it was pretty hard for her because she's 26 at the time um just started a new job herself and we as i said we'd been married so it was pretty hard on her and we were doing a reno at home that we were living at home so we for eight months we had uh no kitchen sink we'd fill up the bucket of water of, um in the shower for the dishes um we had no oven it was pretty cool like Makes it I, hard. but we had a dog and a cat so that was the reason why we couldn't get like a six month rental eight month rental um i'd do it all again I'd, I'd live through it again but there was enough going on around me that would keep me occupied yeah. um i was lucky enough to go to the nba finals um in 2016 when the Cavs won in game seven so i was at game five and game seven in oh uh, wow in oakland which was pretty cool um and then yeah the, my release was going to the footy club because they treat you normal so even though i was going through what i was going through i'd still cop shit from the boys which i think was the best thing for me yeah keep you grounded and part of the group yeah yeah and like i was able to go on um interstate trips i was able to go to some games um there was times where I probably wasn't able um, just physically, but it was all in all. I mean, it's not an it's and it's not a thing you want to have to go through, but you know, I'm come out the other end better for it. Certainly have. I know we. I mean, the whole football fraternity was was with Jared and was thinking about Jared at that time, weren't we, Scotty? I think well, I'm not sure you had a we had a brief conversation at the time, maybe, but it obviously. It, I remember oh, it hitting you hard. Yeah. Well, it's like I like I know Ruffy, and it's yeah. Um, it's just something that you don't expect to how old were we at the time 28 29 uh, yeah 29 like a fully fit afl afl players just always seem invincible so mm. um yeah but just to see him make a full recovery let alone play footy again was all i think anyone wanted yeah 100 yeah. yeah but you got back how did yeah. how did it feel when how did it feel when you got told that you could actually go back and play footy and you started to feel better in yourself yeah. and I do do what you love. I'd had um, good news leading up to being told I was all right. So I'd and I'd started to somewhat train a little bit towards the back end of sixteen, uh, and then once I uh, got told that they were kind of shrinking, I said, "Right, let's. I can attack this for next year." And they're like, "Oh well, if everything goes okay, then yes." So then I started training uh, with the young boys whenever they come back two weeks earlier than what we we're supposed to. So I reckon we would have won 16 too if I played. I reckon. <laughs> Is that reckon right, Because we, we lost to. Five-time premiership player. But I reckon, because you got to remember, Smith misses that goal against, against Geelong. Geelong. So yeah. Left side. If I play, I reckon we could win that. And so we're in a prelim. And we play Swans at the G. Yeah. That's, anyway, yeah, that's yeah. time for Sliding another doors. Day. Um, yeah. So I started training with the young kids and was moving all right. And then, because I was coming back from a PCL Rico as well. So, yeah. Uh, Got the news, I think, late November, and I was like, right, free reign, let's go. let's get going. But, I, you know, I probably wasn't right for 
fully right for till the end of maybe 17 because I still had issues. You knew that I had issues with my feet and stuff like that because one of the side effects was that the nerves in my feet were getting eaten away. So I didn't have full – it felt like I had really bad pins and needles or, um, yeah, frostbite in my feet, I guess. Makes it hard to kick, Jared. Well, they are your tools for the work, isn't it? <laughs> so I kind of need them to be right. <laughs> and it took a little bit. Like I'd, I'd, I'd had to see – uh, nerve conduct. I had to have nerve conductions and see neurologists and stuff like this, but I am 100% fine now. It's all good. Your feet are all good now? Feet are all good now. How are you going now? Yeah, I'm good. It From the surface, I'd imagine it's been a frustrating month. Has it been? Um, oh, yes and no. Like uh, the, the competitor in you would be wanting to play on the MCG each week. Yeah, but at the same time, I'm still playing footy. So... It was taken away for 12 months and now that I can still – because eventually in the next two, three years, I'm probably never going to play again. So if I'm playing AFL or if I'm playing VFL, it doesn't matter. I'm still playing footy. Yeah. Um, and, you know, people are going to say, oh, you know, shoot me in the seniors, poor me, you know, yada, yada, yada. It's like, well, I've had a pretty good career so I don't need to be sitting here. Like the sad things or the poor ones is like for poor Paddy McCartan who's in Chicago now trying to work out if he can get right to – just day to day let alone play that's right you know so we're robbed of a number one draft pick at the moment but i can i'm okay with what i've done so it's not like poor me so what's what's your role then now where do you see it uh i'm still well like i'm still trying to fight to get back in like i'm not just waving the white flag and saying i'll just play vfl for the rest of the year because i'd still like to be playing in the ones and feel like i can contribute but we want to see you back there i'm not the I understand I'm not the same player as what I used to be. So if I don't get in, though, I'm fine with that because I'm still having fun at Box Hill. I'm yep. playing on some of these grounds that, um, you know, you wouldn't have thought you'd be playing on. What happened at Vic Park? Um, we played the Pies in the VFL. I met. It's actually weird. I met a couple of people there the day that day and one was like, oh, Roughhead. And I was like, yeah, he's a bit taller than I thought. And I was like, <laughs> oh, yeah. And we're chatting away and he goes, oh, you'll enjoy it out there. I said, oh. Good, you live close? He's like, yeah, I have to leave for the day because I normally live in the grandstand and then I just get kicked out for the day while <laughs> oh. you guys are here. And I was like, oh, <laughs> like, do you say sorry or thanks? or yeah, like, yeah, what do you say to what that? You, and it's just you just have a chat with him and yeah. he was all cool. But he, just the way that he – it was just like just normal for him. It was just yeah. like, you know, the ground was good. Yeah. But it's a public oval. Yeah. So the dog training. Dog dogs not get just do- yeah, dogs. Yeah, well get some owners don't pick up their uh <laughs> What happened, Ralph? There's a bit of dry dog poo on the half forward flank. <laughs> May have fallen in it. <laughs> <laughs> There's the reality check pretty quick. Yeah. <laughs> what's it what's it like you see? Normally you're playing in front oh, of eighty thousand. Then is. quarter time you get old mate Barry come up but with his dog. That's fine. Like we're playing at Windy Hill on the weekend and they're drinking cans and <laughs> and then at the end of the game there's VB cans everywhere at Windy Hill. It just reminds you of country footy. Yeah. Uh, and like I, I'm playing with kids that are 19, 20. Like I'm, I'm, I was oldest in the forward line by 12 years the other day. Are you enjoying that part of it? Oh, yeah. Because they, they, you can see that you're helping them. So, yeah, I'm okay with playing at VFL footy at the moment. I'd have a problem as a football follower, Ruffy, if you didn't play another game scotty i don't know how you feel about that let's have a chat about that for a sec but mm. i would think i know people say there's no sentiment in football but if i'm alistair clarkson i think that he deserves that respect sort of 
I mean, particularly if they're out of the finals, I don't know if that actually yep. – I think he deserves to be playing one more game. I think when you've kicked – how many snags I said over 281 games? 571 over 281. One of the greatest players in the club's history. Tell me he doesn't deserve that, Scott. Yeah, I know I you're – I, I want – like I – love all this sort of stuff like I want to coach one day and I sort of follow all this stuff I've got like a journal of mm. stuff I like I think surely like farewell Scott. games yes are like I think it's a joint decision if mm. the situation works so I don't think Ruffy would be putting his hand up if they're in finals and he's not in good form and doesn't deserve to be back on hey this could be my last year I want to play one more game maybe if they're out of finals it's a joint discussion because I also think sometimes a senior player can find it a little bit disrespectful that you just get thrown back in for one. Like, I reckon, you know, if his forms warrants it, then you come back in and you play the last five or six and you get a why not just we, one game. It's round 15. Why are we talking about farewell games? Well, I think you should. I thought the forward half, Hawthorne's forward half uh, working was really poor mm. on Friday night. And. When Segler probably wasn't working for him, Sicily got shifted forward, got shifted back. I thought the man you need leading out of the square is Jared Ruffett, is, is what I thought. And that, that's what I think makes you a... Hmm? It's not 1989. No, they needed a, they needed a forward. Did you, you watch the game? Did you, you watch the yeah, game, Scott, or not? I understand what you mean, but... Yeah. Needed someone whole, to kick to. Yeah, that's fine. But this whole farewell game stuff like everyone is talking about it but it's round 15 so why yeah. no i'm just saying why that are we talking well, about it? Just, if there isn't that i think football fans have a problem with that but we i mean we all yeah but, it's, but they, were, a, they were saying it at round seven when i got dropped because we live in a world now where everyone wants to be first with no that's not true no the footy do. club scott is saying that there's no guarantees that you'll play again i've yeah, got an fine. issue with that i'm, you know, I'm fine. not fine with the me footy, no footy club's not. ever going to come out and say we're going to give him one or we're not going to give him one because that just opens up a can of worms mm. either way. So all it is right now, and I don't want to steal words, it's round 15 and there's a there's more at stake than a potential yeah. game. It's like, that's let's, just keep, let's just keep going. And mm-hmm. you know what? Round, we play him in three weeks, so he come in after that if he wants. <laughs> then Friday night. Friday night at the G. <laughs> yeah. No, he'll, he'll be back by then. But like he'll get back in and then he'll play. And yeah. he'll just want to do his bit from the forward half, midfield, whatever it is. Yeah. But yeah, it's it's like always like everything's blowing up at the moment because everyone's got a voice. So I, I think just, everyone wants to see you out there, Ruffy, because yeah. you are such a favourite of everyone. Too, though, like this, you guys want to be first, and it's not players versus media. But I, yeah, I've had I, I have my little beast with you guys and stuff like that. I just think that you know, you guys camp out. It's easy for you to camp outside of. Olympic Park and think you can get a story. <laughs> so we're getting plans done at the footy club at the moment. One of the things the players requested was an underground, underground tunnel. So Fair I, enough. I'd like to see like if 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 players started a channel. I've thought about this. So this could be this could get, oh, might, we might get sponsored out of this. But what do you got for us? So imagine if players did what journo's do and we watch. Like you say, you run in the tan and and or you've just you know, Steve O makes a duck for Richmond in the footy. Yep. And we are there with the camera and say, how'd you go, mate? Yeah. Are you happy with the shot that you played or, you know? And what reaction would you get from him straight away? Or what reaction would you get from Tom Brown running the lap of the tan just in tights? <laughs> or what reaction would you get from you Walking if we got, or we got you outside of a pub after a Friday night? Like, would it be? Would you be liking that? Not always, Yeah. No. No. Right. No. Shoes on the other foot, isn't it? <laughs> what about... Are we, are we done? Are you done? Are you done? <laughs> I, have, you done? I have one about, more to ask. What about after footy? What do you want to do when it's all said and done? You want to go back to Langatha, stay in Melbourne, stay in uh, footy, get out of footy? 
corporate finance. Definitely not that wine one. Wine connoisseur. Definitely not that one. What, what, I got what a does theory. the future hold we for? We'll ask Jay-Z. No, don't. No, I'm, I'm willing to hear this. All right. I oh. think he becomes the next Neil Balm. Balmy? Yep. <laughs> what, everyone will be so back. I'm working for Richmond. <laughs> I think, I think he becomes a footy manager type. He's got, it's not as, it's not he's got the personal a, skills. Yeah. He's got the runs on the board footy-wise. He becomes a right-hand man to a coach. You might want to coach, Ruffy, but I'm just saying I think he can be barmy. What do you reckon? I reckon – can I have a guess? Yeah. With his skill set? Yes. I reckon coaching probably no. I reckon more like jam of footy, probably what you just said, jam of footy. So you agree with me? Uh, recruiting slash like leadership at a club as well. Yep. Um, like what Maxi does for us, mm-hmm. like connecting people, getting them all on the same page, culture, things like that. Let's ask. Could him. be completely wrong. Could bad. be a land- landscaper. What do you reckon? No, nah, I did that. Did I you? Tried that. <laughs> I tried that. <laughs> <laughs> I finished a landscape gardening apprenticeship at like 27. Any good? <laughs> well, the, when I first started, I was like so eager and energetic and keen. <laughs> and then? Then it hit June. <laughs> and then it was <laughs> and got cold. June, July, and it was 27, 28. So the yeah. body just wasn't quite up yeah. to it as much as what it used to be. Uh, yeah, you guys are on the money. I like that. Well, I'm not a, a keen uh, coach, I wouldn't have thought, like as – mentioned before I've you know when we played that big V game um, a few years ago uh, Scott had already philosophies for coaching then so yeah you know you could see what he wanted to do he's very similar to Mitch in the way that I think he's driven that way but yeah for me the the administration side of things and with my knowledge of American sports uh, with free agency and trading and trading and future picks and stuff like that that's what so Barmy role me. does interest you but Barmy slash list management is what I'm picking up okay would that be yeah. good? Well, yeah, that'd be that'd be all right. Have you done Have you done anything? Like, yeah, I've done a couple of the um, like the AFL uh, coach. The, nah, the uh, what are they? The, the management, like footy administration. Oh yeah, management, management courses, recruiting through courses. The, yeah, through the AFL and whatnot. And, yeah. Um, now this year also, and probably the last couple have just been about just chatting, meeting people, yeah. and yeah. chatting, and getting to know. Everyone. What What's your number one criteria? Next year, you're bang recruiting manager. Oh, yeah. Getting a player. What's yeah. your number one criteria for a player? Ooh. Uh, risk taker? Risk taker. Really? I like that. It's good. Well, I wondered whether the game's gone the other way. That's In why that. you want risk takers. Oh. Because everyone else is just a yes man at the moment and they're held to by structures. Yes. Beautiful. And that's what Carlton's done. Played a bit more freedom and instinct in the wow. past two weeks. Kicking yeah. 100 points. Who's the one that kicked seven on Saturday night? Charlie. Your man, Charlie. Yeah. Risk taker. Charlie's story? Got done drink driving, did you? Something? Risk taker. Risk taker. Yeah. Not that I'm saying that I don't want every kid to go yep. out and do that, but. Yeah, no, I like well, it. No, you got to. Yeah. yeah. Jordy Dugowie. Yeah. yeah. Dugowie. Jack Frost, Darling. Dugowie. Risk taker. Darling. But then they can cop a, a knock on them too for doing that as well. Yeah. Like yeah. If they're doing, do we or do we not? And if you're in a position yeah. as a footy club where you can, why not? Last one. No, I got one too. Can I ask one more? Silly question. I got one. Two. You go well, first. No, we got one silly. Like, do you have, have you ever had a brow chop? No. <laughs> we, no. Yeah. I understand it because you reckon you got great Scott, brows. Scott's nickname amongst sale mates and a few of our other mates is Sancho. So yeah. the Mexican, because Good obviously nickname. the moss that he can grow, the, I can grow that and the little yeah. goatee. Anthony and Davis, it, and everything's patchy. No, he's not the brow. No, he has no, got, this. He's got the worm. I'm he right. Got, if I clean shaves. My mo would be back within two days, yep. and this is about five days. It's right. like an anchovy on your top lip. Yeah. <laughs> it's yeah. stuck there. You can. Other, can I ask my football Go question? On. So you're coaching aside. This is more for me. No, you're right. What do you 
Tell me the balance, offense and defense, 100%, right? The scale, mm. 60% offense, 40% defense, 50-50. What's your perfect scenario? Me, being a forward is 55-45 offense. Okay, perfect team. 55-45. Uh, no, I think still 55-45. Offense? Yeah. Okay. You've got to score to win. And I know that was blighties. You just score more, but I think we were for the four years that we were – uh, winning and in grand finals we were the number one scoring side but we didn't get number one defence until 15 yeah mm, interesting yeah. Um, your rough, question yeah is it right and is the door still open from St Kilda to join them in a leadership list management role is the door still open yeah St Kilda yeah did they come knocking for you last year uh, and, and how was the decision making for you last year decision making was pretty simple Clarko said <laughs> what do you want to do do you want to go uh, somewhere like the other boys, or but and for me, I was I turned thirty two in January, so for me to go to another club now would be a lot harder to build the relationships, and then to have the impact with the young kids that I'm probably having now at the VFL level with yeah. Hawthorne would be a lot harder. You know, try to say you can get more out of yourself staying at Hawthorne. I think so. Yeah. Or I think that I'd get more out of for the group anyway. Because if I was to go to St Kilda or Gold Coast, you guys would still be judging me on the way that I play and if I was kicking goals or not. Yeah. Whereas the impact I think that I'm having with the young blokes at the footy club is valued more than starting think, off at another mob. Well, yeah, that's right. Yeah. So was that an easy call? That was a fairly straightforward one for you. One but club then player? I'm, yeah, yeah. 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 Like, uh, do you remember that Damien Monkhurst played at St Kilda? Not particularly. Went there? Like, but where you remember Monkey from... Collingwood, it, but and he always is a Collingwood person. But yeah, people yeah. forget that he played at nine games yeah. at St Kilda. Like, yeah, to say that you've been at one club doesn't happen much anymore. Yeah, so I'm happy that I can hang my hat on that. At the end of the day, you think the same thing? Be one. Well, I want to be a one club player. I yeah. tried to get him. Yeah, did you? Yeah, oh, I thought I, I didn't know about that. <laughs> I just used to send text messages. I didn't know about that. We used to touch base at the end of seasons. Do you want to come no, to Collingwood? No, do you want to come to Hawthorne? The other thing that I, um, like, when I get to that stage, say if it ever happened where it's like that decision, I also like the, the medical staff at my club know my body like incredibly well, mm. my relationships with like key people like football manager, oh, bucks, the fitness guys, rehab guys. Board. Bored, yeah. So if I need like a day off or I need to be pulled back in training, I feel like if you went to a new club, you've almost like you're like the messiah almost mm. and you've got to mm. like set the standards on the track in the gym. And it's like when you get at that older, that latter part of your careers, that's like the other guys are doing that and you're sort of mm. managing guys and you're poking the right guys, prodding that. And I, I don't think I could have the energy to go to a, another mm. club and provide everything they would sort yeah. of want. And don't get me wrong, I don't, I think that. Lewis at Melbourne and Hodge at Brisbane have worked. Yeah. Uh, and, you know, if Mitch stayed – well, it obviously worked at West Coast because Mitch won the flag there with him as a coach. Yeah. He just had to – he came back early. But – so it can work. Yeah. But I think it's just – yeah. You were happy. Said. But the guys guys have got to be wanting to, to make it work. Correct. Yeah, which is – takes a lot of energy. That all said, how keen are you to get back into the ones over the next little bit? Oh, well, yeah. I'm not – I said it before. I don't just. I'm not happy just playing VFL. I'm not content that that's yeah. just going to be the year. Yeah. Um. So hopefully I I can get back in. All I've got to do is train well and just play how they've told me to play. We want to see you back in there, mate. Okay. Kicking snags. Not in three weeks' time. Not in three weeks. No, no I, I do want to see. I want to see you too, boys. See if you can tackle for? him. I keep it very 
close to my right. chest, Ruffy. So then, so, like well, so who? I grew yeah. up in Geelong. Geelong. So right. sort of by. Doesn't but, really follow anyone. But they won 2007. I'm more, yeah. I like following the people yeah. who have relationships who I like in the game because you think they're great people and you hope that they do well. Yeah. But after Geelong won 2007, 2009, 2011, trophy cabinet much like yours, Ruffy, very full all of a sudden. So... You know, Speaking like a player. <laughs> 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 uh, it's all good, mate. It's been a bloody pleasure getting uh, asking you to come in and you have them shooting the breeze uh, for an hour. That has gone uh, mightily quick. It has been a phenomenal yeah. career, and uh, everyone loves you off the field just as much as they do on uh, on. Of course, we can't wait to see you back out there, surely, Ruffy. Thanks so much for coming on the Jock and Journey Show, mate. We really appreciate it. Yeah, thank you. Thanks, mate. Scott, as always, we'll uh, see you next week. Thanks, we Jesse. Think. Can't wait. Next week. Can't wait to see you. Who uh, we got next week? I don't know. Certain defender, big defender who we... Oh, Alex Rance. I think so, yes. maybe. Beautiful. Anyway. We've still, we still got Joe Ingalls coming. Oh, well, yes. He, thought, he, he doesn't know that I've done this, but he thought that we were doing it together. Yeah. Oh, so do I. Yeah, yeah, but... Separate. Joe's, Joe's hard man to pin down. Ruffy's hard man to pin down. <laughs> so trying to get them both together is tough. If he All comes fathers. on, All you can fathers. swing past maybe and have a uh, hey, we can get sparkling Ruffy's water. back on if you want with yeah. Joe. Well, yeah, depending. We yeah. just rock yeah. up at his house. I know where he lives. We'll just rock yeah, up there with all the... We need to Well, I'll bring a box to you. Wine, so there's... We can tuck into his wine cabinet as well. <laughs> Do you drink wine, Joe? Or not? Yeah, he does. Yeah. Oh, beautiful. Yeah. Okay. Well, yeah. Yeah, okay, we'll go there. All right. This sounds promising. All right, thanks so much for jo- joining us on the Jock and Journal Show. <laughs> we'll catch you next week. Thanks for listening. Bye-bye. Cheers. Cheers.